And for that reason, that's why I said if you watch some somebody 100% the game, you pretty much play the game yourself. Because you saw, everybody saw and know everything about the games. It's no point or purpose for you to buy the games now. That's uh, the, at least that's not that's my philosophy. I I don't agree. I do not agree. Hello, everyone. It's your boy Koi Box. Welcome to the Pathfinder Oi Podcast Number Four. I'm here with my best friend, Alex. How are you doing, Alex? Uh, doing all right, as usual. All right, good. So, today's topics, because um, I watch Eternal this afternoon, right? So, let's talk about MCU. What's your opinions on MCU? Or, in general, the whole superhero genre in the uh, movie genre industries? Um, I think it's really big, and it's gotten to the point where a lot of shows are now starting to like parody the MCU. Parodies. Like make fun of it. You, you, how many Marvel movies do you watch? You watch all of them? Um, I watched most of them. Which one you didn't watch? I I don't know. I don't. I can't name any off the top of my head. Well, the um, how about the recent ones? You watched Shang Chi yet? No, I haven't yet. Uh, Black Widow. I'm not. I'm not watching that. Okay. Um, what else is the recent one? Black Widow. Uh, watch any of the Marvel's TV show? Uh, what TV shows are there? Like there's um there's the What If the uh, animated series. No. Uh, I've never heard of that before. Okay, how about um Falcon and the uh, Winter Soldier? That's very uh, popular. No, haven't haven't seen it. Okay. Um, how about the very first one? The uh, oh, what is what's the name of that show? It's the one with uh, Vision and the uh, uh, Wanda Vision. Wanda Vision. I have seen that one, yeah. All right, so so at least uh, you you have some knowledge of the recent events for MBUs. Um, what's the last movie you watched then for MBU? I honestly I couldn't tell you. They they all blend together in my mind. Okay, okay, fine. Let's uh, let's talk. Let's talk about the starting point, the Iron Man. Actually, is is Iron Man the very first MBU movie? It, it is right, the first Iron Man. Um, probably. Oh, okay. Well, I think Marvel, as a movie studio, at least the first, well, they they separate into phases, right? The first two phases are the best. You know, they talk they pretty much set up the whole M- MCU universe, and it was uh, it's great. You know, I enjoy Iron Man one. I don't really like Iron Man two. I like Captain America and uh, Avengers. Huh? Those films are iconic in this age. Especially in like early 2010s, is that, is that that's when they released all those movies, right? And it was, it was great. And I think it kickstarted a a completely new direction for super movie heroes. I mean, super superheroes movies. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, I mean, like before Marvels, I don't think there's ever this kind of big collaborations between all of these movies, like series of movies. And like other heroes appearing in in other move like superhero movies, it was so great. Uh, I mean, DC did something a little bit similar. Um, remember the Batman vs Superman? Oh, bro, that's like okay. Batman vs Superman came out way after, like after Avengers and all those big collaboration, like Marvel. Really? Right? Yeah, it is. So. Like I think previously, all you have is X Men, right? There's um, X Men. You have Spider Man. You have like Superman, Man of Steel, and then you actually have... speaking of those, how do you feel that like uh, Disney doesn't own all the Marvel properties? Well, technically, they they do own all the Marvel properties for for movies at least. I mean, okay, that's and even rights, in theme right? parks, Mo- you know, movie rights and stuff. Uh, I. Honestly, not sure. Like, I do want Spider-Man, like Marvels, to be keep making Spider-Man movies because eventually Stone- Sony is gonna take it back. However, I, I you know, in, deep down in my heart, I also think that Disney shouldn't be like the big guys to own all the um super movies, the superhero movies. I know there's DCs. You have you have Warner Brothers. 
making DC movies, but DC movies so far just being lacklusters. And I don't, I don't enjoy that much. Actually, I, I enjoy Jokers. I enjoy joy, Jokers and Aquaman. Have you seen the recent Suicide Squad? <laughs> okay, recent. Uh, okay, I don't know why everyone says that recent Suicide Squad was good. I mean, I guess it's better than the old one. It's so much better than the old yeah, I mean, one. I mean, it's so much better than the old one, but damn, that movie. I, I, I don't know why people say at least it's decent. I don't think it's decent at all. I think the movie is downright garbage. It's, it's, it's garbage. Like, I, when I watched, I felt like my IQ got insulted. Like, literally. The, the movie, it's, it's, it's trash. What, what parts of the movie did you not like? Well, pretty much everything. I guess... I don't know, like, I don't know, like, I can't really tell. Like, I, I don't know how to describe it to you, right? It's it's better than the old Suicide movies, but damn, you know, it's, it's, it's still bad. Like, I guess all the actings are kind of trash, and all the stories are kind of trash, and then all the jokes are not funny at all. Like, all the, all, like, they're trying to be like this funny violin movies, but come on, you know, it's not, it's not, it's not even that good. The only good villain movie that I watched from DC is The Jokers. Right, that's the Jokers was great. It's it's dark, you know, it's kind of gorish. It's uh it's it's, it's good. The story it's, it's uh, appealing and like the characters is well developed. Oh, yes, that, that's one thing. Like I feel like all the characters in um Suicide Squad they rushed the development. It's like I, I hardly know their background. I, I don't know their motivations. You know, everything seems so bad. Especially, what's that John Cena character? Peacemaker, right? Is that, is that the name? Peacemaker? That, that They're making like yeah, a TV like show that. for him, right? Like the Peacemaker TV show. Something like that. I, I heard there's a rumor for that. Maybe it is real. Like, I don't... I, like, that character just flat up... I don't know, like... Trash. Like, I don't know why they decide to make a movie out of Peacemaker. It just doesn't feel that good at all. Like that character, I, I I hated that character when I watched that movie. I think that character alone get rid of all my tastes in my mouth when I watched the movie. Just sad, you know. I want to support DC movies. Well, you are supposed to hate them, right? I mean, they are a bunch of villains. Are you though? Like, are you together. supposed to heal the, hate that character in a mil, in a villain movies? Are you? I feel like I mean, if they're trying to establish a cinematic universe. Like yeah, but Marvel I don't think ones. I don't think the movie should think, make you hate I mean, that character. In fact, I think the reverse should be happening. The movie should make this villain more attractive for people to like them. So when they see them in, you know, in the real superhero movies, they could be the, uh, you know, everyone's like, oh yeah, it's this villain. I really like this guy. Let's go. You know, see them, see the superhero versus the supervillains. That's the um, that's that's that, that's the point, isn't it? Like if you develop something something that people don't like. It was, I don't know, like, there's no point in developing a, a character that people don't like. Okay, well, which Marvel villain do you like? There's a lot of Marvel villains I like. Uh, I like the Shang-Chi villain. You know, the guy, I don't remember the name. He's pretty much the uh, main character's father. They, they, you know, they just fight each other. Okay, I like the actor who, who plays the, the villains. <laughs> that, that kind of liking that villain, right? No, it's a good count. You know, actors are very I, representing for so. character. Okay, you, 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 I mean, like, can, like, imagine if I don't know if Robert Downey Jr. is not playing Iron Man, somebody else is playing Iron Man. Would you feel the same that Iron Man's cool? Yeah, I mean, if they capture the role well, if they play the character, you know. Yeah, it's true. You can't wow. really tell until somebody actually do it. Then it wouldn't really matter who the actor is. But how, yeah. how about Joker then? Joker, I mean, you can compare Jokers. Joker sets has... um, different actors. Joaquin Phoenix and uh, Gerald Avito? Leto? Uh, Gerald Leto. Yeah. You know, those two actors. Jokers. Yeah, well, it, in the end, it also comes down to which one captures the, the character of the Joker better. And that's what a lot of people thought that wasn't true for the first Suicide Squad. Yeah, I guess. I guess. Mm, I I personally think that it has to be. Yeah, like I don't know. Like I feel like there's certain actors. It's just they play the character 
like the characters at all. Like that at like like examples or just uh, Robert Downey Jr.'s as Iron Man. It's too iconic, you know. It's I don't know, maybe it's because I you know I watch Iron Man with Robert Downey Jr.'s, so like it just imprinted into my mind that you know, he's uh he's the only character who can play. Like, he is the only person who can play Iron Man. Yeah, well, he made the character iconic, right? By by playing it. It's not like uh, people for, like, for the first Iron Man. Uh, personally, I didn't know who he was. You, you didn't know who. And uh, I think he, not Iron Man. I mean, uh, Robert Downey Jr. And then afterwards, I think um, he gained a lot more. Did he become popularity. famous through Iron Man? I don't think so. I, I thought he was already famous before that, right? Uh, which which films did he appear in before? I mean, I I don't. Um, I guess I just didn't watch a lot of films. I mean, that he was... when the Iron Man came out in two thousand eight, two thousand nine, uh, we were we were uh, yeah, like what, we were twelve, right I think. Like twelve, eleventh. We don't we, we don't know anything at that time. Like the only uh, the only movie I watch is like Transformers. Uh, that's uh that's what we makes me remember um what's his name, Charles Labot. Okay, that's <laughs> uh it's like I think that's like the only actors I know. Actually, I also know Tom Hanks because I watched the, a lot of uh, Tom Hanks movie, like um, Force Gump. Did you have um, Catch Me If You Can? And you have um, The Terminal. Yeah, you know, those movies, classic one. You watch those movies, right? You know, you know Tom Hanks, right? Yeah. Like, I, I what know Tom Hanks is, movie you watched? Uh, what movies? Has like he been that guy, Force Gump. You watch Force Gump? I think we all watched Force Gump, right? Oh yeah, I did watch that. I think no, yeah, no. I, I think I think it was played in middle school, in in the middle school uh, auditoriums. I think we all went to watch it. I mean, they play it in a lot of places. I've seen it like true, a bunch true. of times. So it's a good movie. It's worth. It's definitely worth. Like at least I think I watched it at least ten times in my like a whole life. Like it's it's just that good. I keep going back to it. How about um Terminal? You know Terminal? It's the one with um mm. where. Like a person's tracking a trap in the airport terminal, he can't get out because like his country's in wars and he has to live in the terminal for two years. No, like it's a real oh, story too. It's based on a oh, real I story. Yeah, I, I've heard about that actually happening, but yeah, I it was, uh, it was played was by Tom Hanks, which is it's pretty cool. I, I really like that movie. How about Catch If You Can? It's the one with the um uh, Tom Hanks and um uh. No, I haven't seen that. Look, if you go down that list, I'm probably not gonna say yes for wow. like most of them. So, so like, yeah, yeah, I see, like you don't watch don't, any don't Tom Hanks my, uh, movies at all. Then I, I just don't watch many movies not a in movie general. Enjoyers. Yeah, it it just takes too long. It's then, too then, much then, of an then investment. What, like, um, so have you been watching movie recently or in the movie theaters at least? No, I I haven't been in the movie theaters for so like, you a just long time pretty much now. you started watching movies through streamings. Uh, yikes! Yeah, you're you're the streamers. Hey, ah, disgusting, Alex. Disgusting. You cannot enjoy a movie without being in the movie theaters. Okay. You know, I just, I agree. I agree with that. But I just, you know, I don't feel comfortable sitting in like wow. a, room with a bunch so, of people. Wow. So so what uh, stopped a, a close? What close stopped you from going to the movie theater is because there's other people watching the movie. Wow, this is such an iconic Alex thing uh, to during do. During a pandemic, yeah. During a pandemic, yeah. Uh, like if if it never happened, I would be perfect. So fine. so if there's no pandemic like right now, you, you I just, just go to movie theaters to watch all the movies. Yeah, I mean, I I went to the movie theater to watch all the Star, Star Wars, Wars movies. Great, I guess. Which one's your favorite? Um, I don't really have yeah, any favorite. Gonna be like Alwyn, the Last Jedi. It's a masterpiece. <laughs> um, well, definitely not. I don't think any of the recent ones. Yeah, I think ones the were, whole like the all the new uh, ones are good. Uh, very trashy. I think the old like oh, the only good ones the uh, well, first one right. Look, I wouldn't the say they're one. trashy. What's the first one's name again? Um, see, I don't even remember the names. I only remember the last Jedi, Jedi because it was su- super bad and super memey. Like it's something a new something right? A new hope? No, that's not. That's not. That's not the new one. Um, what is it? Well, was oh, it yes, Force, Force Awakens? Awakens. Gosh, bro! I'm not. Yeah, see, that's how bad the movie are. The Star Wars movies are. At least, um, at least the uh, the Mandalorian is really good. Talk about uh, talk about Star Wars. The you you know that the um the new uh 
Star Wars TV show is coming out. The Book of Boba Fett. Did you watch uh, yeah, the trailer for it? I did hear it? about that. I'm looking forward to it. Wow. Ah, uh, no. Alex, you actually don't watch anything. Like, all the new stuff. Like, you never watch... Yeah, did you... Did, Remember I told you the last week that Witcher 2 is coming out? You watched the trailer for that? Ah, man, no. Alex, you don't you don't watch anything. You know, for for these kinds of shows, it's it's what I do when I like really have nothing else to do and I just like I want to turn my brain off. Nothing else to do completely. for like pretty much all the time. How do you spend even spend Honestly, your time? I just I just feel like, you know, I just feel like wow. like browsing so, YouTube <laughs> is so much better than compared to watching I mean, it's not that I hate these shows or anything. I just have some sort of um, aversion to sitting down for like well, an hour to, to watch just one episode of, of a show. Yeah, or but like, like you don't one really movie. have to sit down. Just something about that just doesn't appeal to me. You're, I don't not, know. A, you're not a TV enjoyer. Like, how do you even survive your childhood? You watch TV, right? Um, I I was fine. Yeah, I watched TV as a kid, but uh, I just I I don't know something about you know, it. I thought only the changed. current generation hates like watching stuff. Because my cousins pretty much hates watching like any TV shows or movies. Maybe movies is fine. Like he love he love movies, but not TV shows. So they don't because like like most people. I don't know if you know you still have TV subscriptions on your on your stuff. But at least like pretty much everyone I know, they don't they don't they don't subscribe to TVs anymore. Or they do just stream through Netflix or Disney Plus or pretty much any other service. Like yeah, I mean that's. That, I mean, that makes sense too, right? Like, why would you sit through a 30-minute show that's turned into one hour with uh, so many every, ads? Uh, TV commercial uh, every uh, five minutes, you know? That's a classic way. Yeah, it's it's terrible. So why would anyone... And you have to pay for it too. So yeah, why well, would anyone pay for that? Uh, if you can just pay for like a streaming service and there's no ads and you get to watch it on your own binge time. watch them too. It learns yeah, what you, you like to watch as well. Time. You know? I guess it's good. But like, it just feels yeah. different, okay? You know, do you ever had that feeling when you ever go to a hotel and you open a TV, you just go to like those classic history channel or discovery channel and you just watch those shows like, damn, man, I really miss this kind of TV shows. But you don't. I, I don't watch the history channel. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you, right you, now because they 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 don't have any history programs on uh, besides like ancient aliens, which has nothing to do really with history. It's just about conspiracy theories. History shows not about histories anymore. Just like Discovery, it's nothing about Discovery at all. So uh, his History Channel has really devolved. But like that's not my point. My point is that like obviously you're not gonna be watching TVs at home, right? But when you whenever you go to like a hotel, you, let's say you're traveling, right? You always like you have to do something, right? You you open TV, you you watch the TV, unless you are you on your tablet with that super slow <laughs> hotel Wi-Fi that you can't really watch anything. And I think that time that's the time when you opened it. Well, you you just download wow. the show before you leave. Wow. So like you are like a prepper to for, do. for traveling. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, of course. Where do you want to travel then? With those uh prepping like this, like because like you usually download like what five show at a time. Do you plan out your travels? You plan out like do you download like every day you're gonna watch this? No, I don't. I don't have a plan for. I don't have a plan for. I'm gonna watch this this day. I just get a bunch of things I think I might like to watch. Or just like download the it. whole twelve episodes of whatever show it is and or animes or whatever, and then just like, oh well, I'm set for this whole travel. Yeah, pretty much. Well, you're a prepper. Yep. You're real, real prepper indeed. I see. Yeah, okay. I guess. Uh, I guess that's fine. I don't know how we sidetrack from marvel to like traveling watching tvs but yeah it's it's good <laughs> all right okay 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 let's um let's move on to the next topic so um alex know what to talk about nothing something that's not tv or movie related because my next topic however it's something that definitely triggers you enough that is games being delayed right before it was gonna be launched and the most obvious example is you, you know, Alex, it's your favorite MMO, Final Fantasy XIV. It was revealed that it's going to get delayed two weeks. Oh, I thought you were going to say MapleStory. Like, why, 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 like, who cares about MapleStory? FF14 is the new thing, okay? Me. I care right. about MapleStory. But the thing is, it's games in general, fine. Like, if there's a delay of MapleStory character release, right? Like, like there's not that severe. It's, it's free games, right? But, like, but games like Final Fantasy XIV... 
It was uh, two weeks away from Endwalker release. And then suddenly um, they said, oh, we're going to delay it by two more weeks. Uh, how do you feel about that? Obviously, I'm not, you know, I'm not excited that they delayed it two more weeks uh, with such short notice. I think if you're going to delay uh, the release of anything, uh, you want to do it with enough advance notice how for long most people. Like, you, you don't want to do it, like, um, on the announcement where most people think it's like, oh, it's the last one right before the update um, is going to drop and they're going to give us some good info. But instead, what you tell people is, oh, we want to take some more time. I mean, I understand that um, nobody wants to put out, like, a unfinished or unpolished game or or any sort of product that they don't feel happy Fun. with. But... I would just I would just prefer like a bit more of um advance notice, I guess. So not as close to the actual uh, release talk date. Talk about that. It's actually funny because most big corporation, game corporation, game companies release games unfinished these days. So I think what Final Fantasy fourteen did was very brave and very good. At least uh, they tried to make the game good, polish before you you know they launched the game. Well, I mean that's the same excuse that um CD Project Red. I mean, Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk, right? They kept delaying it, and they kept saying, "Oh, we want to make it better." But in the end, they still caved to like the pressure to release it, and uh, there were a lot of bugs um, in the game at launch date, and they had to issue several hotfixes to patch a lot of the. Well, the thing major is, the Cyberpunk has been delayed for like a whole two and two years at least. It was planning to release in 2019, I think. And uh, they delayed it to like 2020. Wait, is it 2020? Yeah, 2020s. Yeah, well, and uh, Endwalker was supposed to release in the summer as well. And well, it was, was delayed the, to the um, fall. This is the second delay, I so think. They got a couple months extra now. You know, things happen, okay? Especially in pandemic times. Like, I, get, I think it's fine to... Yeah, I mean, I understand. I understand. And I think the, the delay for the summer release um, was handled better because they... they uh, announced it a lot earlier, um, and I also I understand that like you can't tell whether something needs more time or not sometimes until like really close to launch date, and when you go through and you're like, no, I'm not satisfied with how this is. Uh, but just for me personally, I would prefer to be like, what? How early that should that be? A month? Two months? Yeah, probably at least a month. I would say, but that's just my personal opinion. It's my mm. preference, I guess. Well, I would say that. I will, I think one month events telling you that, you know, it has to be like delayed for like two more weeks before the lunch. Like that's, that's fine. And also I think it's, if it's really something, you know, it's, they need that two weeks to polish the games to eventually, you know, fix all the bugs and stuff. Then, then it's fine. It's, it's okay to wait for two more weeks. And I understand that some people really plan their schedules around the release of big games, big expansions. You know, like people take work dates off to uh, just to play with their friends on release, right? And for those people, it sucks because they probably planned it for like this date for like two or three months ahead. And um, it sucks. It obviously sucks. But I think it's it's a good thing. You know, if, if, if they're going to use those two weeks, to polish the game and, and to uh, to make the game better, I think it's totally worth the wait. And obviously, I'm I'm not saying it. It's a good thing to wait two weeks because I I need to uh, catch up with all the levels and and stories so I can play and walkers together. That's that's not my goal, you know. <laughs> but yeah, like it sucks, but uh, but also a good thing. I mean, I hope they're using these two weeks to make the game better. If if not, yikes! You know it's gonna be another big drama, I guess. But it's 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 FF14. You know, it's I have high hope. They're better than Blizzard and everything. Yeah, well, the um the game director did say he wanted to take the time to make the game better, and I mean I I trust him. You know, he he's yeah, yeah. he's you been can trust um Japanese um, uh, business. They always uh, try their best on fixing stuff, or making service better. Better than yeah, uh, what Blizzard did at least, you know. <laughs> Every episode, I just have to talk about Blizzard because just you know, I'm a, I was a Blizzard fan, 
Well, yeah, I mean they've been they've been dominating the headlines uh, yeah, recently. Like we talked about that last they week have been for so. a long time. I mean, two weeks ago, we've we've been talking yeah, about this like, every yeah, every pretty much week, every pretty much. week. Just like how every every week I got pissed off. Every week we also have to talk about how we hate Blizzard. That's just like a thing now. I think it's good. You know, I just have to remind people how how bad Blizzard is. And I enjoyed it. You know, I enjoy flaming. You know, it's good. It's it's good for Final Fantasy fourteen to take over. Wow, to become the biggest MMO on the market right now. Definitely, it's like a definitely a smack in the face on, on Blizzard. No, I, I I like it. I like it. Though I don't really enjoy the fact that uh, there are people's that pretty much just hate WoW because it's WoW, and there's people who hate Final Fantasy 14 because it's Final Fantasy 14. Yeah, I think in order to truly hate a game, you have to have yeah, exactly. They didn't even give it a shot. They just like oh, like it's trash. Yeah, yeah, you can't just like not even try it and yeah, just yeah, like, uh, It's funny yeah. that uh, I I was like that. You know, I was like that until uh, I started uh, giving my uh, six chance for Final Fantasy XIV. I think this is a six six chance, which I got to uh, level sixty. I think I'm still in the. Um, the um, yeah around reborn but like i'm almost done with it i think okay like this is what i this is where i gave my uh take on final fantasy 14 right um final fantasy 14 it's like i don't feel like it's a it's like a type of mmo like wow you know i have like people were focused on doing dungeons or or, or raids and then you know, focus on like meta games, like end game contents. They don't really care about like all the early games, make games and stuff. Final Fantasy fourteen, it's like a like single player RPG MMO. Like you know what I mean? Single player RPG MMO. Like where you enjoy yeah, the story yeah. from the start, like from your level one all the way to a uh, max level. And at, at that point, that's where all the MMO experience starts. Where you are. Pretty much, uh, you uh, you go raiding with your friends. You you do all your like you do your professions stuff like that. That's like the MMO part. But it's also the part where the single player part. Like, I mean, not really single player, but mostly single player. Like, going through the stories. You have to go through all the story before you get to the end games stuff. You can't really skip anything. Which uh, which really separates like Final Fantasy fourteen from other MMOs on the market. Yeah. What 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 do you do? What, what do you think about that part? Honestly, I prefer it. And you know, when I was playing WoW, I actually installed um, an add-on to make the the quest text uh, more like the Final Fantasy text, so yeah, I could so actually like read the, through um, it. The story progression. I don't. Though. Yeah, I don't prefer like just having a page of like a wall of text thrown at me. And you, yeah, and, you exactly. know, most nobody nobody it. ever read those things. Uh, auto accept, auto turning. Yeah, I don't like that. I like to actually read the text and find out what's going on. I think what makes it different is that the uh, some people, like people who play WoWs, really uh, enjoys the um, you know all the uh, end game stuff like ratings. They don't really uh, go through stories. And people who plays Final Fantasy XIV enjoys the story progress and then go through the uh, end game MMO like the MMO parts, rating and stuff. It's, I think there's like a less yeah, hardcore well, rating a, in Final Fantasy fourteen compared to WoW, right? It's it's a mix of both, and I don't think you can really compare the rating and both because they're just like they have different. I mean, they're on how like, they work. There's like, I mean, FF fourteen only have eight people rates, and WoW has twenty people, ten to twenty uh, rate, right? So that's already different. So uh, pretty much, it just means that. But if we're talking about like the ultimate raids, uh, like I was part of a. Uh, a static before to try and clear one of them uh the epic of alexander and uh we just couldn't because um basically it's a bunch of boss fights in one fight and as soon as you lose one of the bosses you die to one of the bosses you have to start all over so from the pretty beginning much everyone has to contribute yeah like like yeah. in that like in wild unless you're raiding like mythic where everyone have to contribute and even with that some people can just carry one or two slackers because like that's just the whole while carrying you know or selling carries that's like the thing right in wow where you can get carried to go through all the hard contents 
paying to win, paying to play the game for you, I guess. So yeah, so that's like that's the major difference, which makes me uh very um like uh that's pretty much the only thing that makes me uh want to play Final Fantasy fourteen right now. Cause I'm not a story enjoyer, so right? I, I pretty much don't really go through stories. So I pretty much just want to raid with friends and have fun. The only uh, like this one thing that I don't like about Final Fantasy fourteen, there's no like real PvPs. You know what I mean, right? Uh yeah, I sort of get it. Like most people who play FF14 yeah, don't exactly. really do PvP. It's not yeah, like a major yeah, so part like, of the I'm game. I'm a PvP enjoyer, so not really introduced. Uh, that kind of turns me away. But you know, I I like uh, doing raid. I still uh, enjoy doing raids with friends. Especially you only need eight people for a raiding. Like if you go to, like we like we have wow raids, right? We never get enough people to do like a whole raid. It's just sad. If it's just eight people, it's actually pretty easy just to fill the gaps, you know, have a static for it. If everyone show up for the static, of course, that's... Uh... Yeah, I think, I mean, there's there's definitely pros and cons for each one. Like, with eight people, it's uh, a lot easier to get the people, but uh, during the fight, if someone dies, it's a lot more impact. I mean, usually when a person... I mean, um, in Final Fantasy fourteen, there's infinite battle rest, right? So... Well, technically not infinite, because... Um, they, the the rest player gets debuffed by I think fifty percent of their stats each time they get rest. So eventually they're just Actually, not doing so, anything. So pretty much like if um barely tickling if like the a, boss. If the boss like if it's still like early to mid stage of the boss fight, it's pretty much just a wipe because like that fifty percent off from a player is like a lot. Yeah, yeah. It's I okay think so. to like if they they die for like an end stage of the boss, right? So like it's like oh yeah. Yeah, we, we need everyone up to be DPSing. Yeah, yeah it's, it's not, not bad. as bad. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I can see that. I mean, it is, uh, it is what makes FF14 and WoW different. Like, if they're exactly the same games, then everyone's like, have to uh, choose one to play. I mean, right now, everyone's already choose one to play. I'm glad that uh, Final Fantasy XIV is taking over. So it just uh, makes WoW, force WoW to, uh, to improve. The la lackluster expansion for the past two uh two expansion it was just uh depressing. And uh the whole blizzard fiesta, yeah, yeah. Ah, ah, you know, disgusting. You know what I really want though? They have to they have to make demonology work. You already have so much demon. Is that isn't that exactly what you want? No, but I want more variety. And I want to do like actual damage. I don't wanna be like the you know bottom tier mm. for warlocks because I'm not playing you know, affliction yeah, or destruction. There's always the meta. Like that FS14 has that too. You know, that's meta class. You can't expect to make like every not class. Not really. Good. Like if you look at the DPS, if you look at the DPS tiers, there's not really like one that's significantly worse. You know, like why? I, I, that's what I don't understand about why. Like why even include those classes if you're going to make because them are, that terrible in comparison? Because they're good PvP classes. Because, I mean, it's just like an illusion of choice for me because... It's like it's there, but nobody uh, wants you to play it. See, like that's, better not play that's, it. that's that's the thing, right? Like that WoW has to balance both PvP and PvE side of the things. So some classes are just strong in uh PvP, some classes are just weak in PvE. For example, Feral Druid, right? They're like very trash. Nobody pretty much plays Feral Druids in raiding, but they're like gods in uh, in, in arenas in PvPs. Then what if if Blizzard have to balance both sides of things. You know, that's why they have weak classes and this uh, meta classes and stuff. I think like Final Fantasy fourteen doesn't have the trouble. Well what ha what happens in uh what happens in FF fourteen PvP is you, you just get a separate set of yeah, actions which is during PvP. Like normalizing the classes, I guess. Yeah, I feel like that way it's easier to balance because if everyone just keeps all their skills then you can't really balance it that mm. way. I, I just feels different. It's uh, you're you're losing abilities, so you know it just doesn't feel the same when you're not playing PvP. I mean, it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be worse or anything. I mean, they have PvP actions as well. Certain spells that you can only cast in PvP. <laughs> like wow, right? So I feel like they can just do that with all the skills. Mm. Obviously, it would be a bit more work, but. Or, or they don't even have to change the skills. They could just change like the skill stats for PvP. Well, we are 
I don't know. Like we'll never figure out a solution for it because we are not pro on this kind of stuff. But you know, eventually, uh, some games will figure out a way to make the PvP perfect for both PvP and PvEers. Hopefully, uh, in the future, it will come. And I wish uh, Final Fantasy XIV can make uh, PvP better, so eventually I can start PvPing in Final Fantasy XIV as well. Well, that's uh, this topic, I guess. Uh, let's uh, move on to the next one. Alright, let's get this act over quickly. This week's podcast is brought to you by Enacute. Check out Enacute at twitch.tv slash Enacute. Alright, that's, uh, that's fast enough. Let's go back to the podcast. Bye-bye. You played Dark Soul, right, Alex? A little bit. Yeah, I haven't finished any of them. them. Which one are you on right now? First one? No, I just one? started the with the third one. one. Okay, okay. How about Sekiro? Yeah, okay. <laughs> You try Sakiro? I have so I haven't Dark played Soul that 3, one yet. your entrance. Okay, it's my entrance as well, you know. <laughs> and I actually never finished Dark Souls 3 either. However, the new From Software game, Elden Ring, it's coming out soon. Hopefully, hopefully next year. But there was a gameplay trailers revealed this week. You, uh, you saw that? Yeah, I'm excited for the uh, summoner ability. <laughs> summon a bunch of Trashy, trashy, mobs to fight for you. Why do you like summoners so much? Oh, they they look pretty cool. Like, why do you like summoners? Uh, well, it kind of you know it kind of takes some of the work and spreads it to your minions. Yeah, or but summons. like you're not doing anything your own character, and and you feel powerful too. It's like you're commanding an army. That's so much better than is just it like though? One but person. like, don't you feel like you need like your character has to also be powerful so you you know it's. Well, yeah, well, I am powerful by summoning all these creatures. It just doesn't feel the same. It's like not you doing all the works, but you know all the goons doing the work for you. Yeah, goons that I created with my power. I, I, I suppose. I, that, see, that's the point. I don't understand all the summoners, you know, the summoner mentalities, right? Like I am a dot enjoyers. I like dots. Okay. Okay, but just think about this in real life. Like, if if in real life you could just summon creatures to do stuff for you. Why don't you want no. that ability? That was just uh, rich people like paying for the popular affliction and, people. And made it. <laughs> no, but you have to pay. Yeah, it's the same you thing. Like them. you could probably you have, have to use your mana to do it. No. Duh. Of course you gotta pay something for it. Yeah, but your mana Yeah, your mana like your regenerates. money regenerates yeah, too, okay? You're not gonna regenerate money. Oh, no, what are you talking? Your money know, regenerates so. if you can hire like maids or uh, butlers, okay? Also, I mean also, you have summons. You know they all have different abilities. Wow, I mean, wow! You. If you're, you're not comparing, gonna pay a butler to die for you, if you're com- no matter com- how much you comparing like butlers, maids to like dying for you, then like you know they you you, you had to think it as they they serve the same purpose. Okay, like if you compare fighting as you know butlers before cleaning and prepping, no, you know I think there's different degrees of loyalty <laughs> between yeah, those. Your summoners, unbelievable. Anyway, why do we have side sidetrack to summoning already? But like, let's go back to our Elder Rings, right? So it's an open world Dark Soul. Do you think a Dark Soul with open world will work well together? Um, I don't see why it wouldn't. The the most of the gameplay is centered around the so enemies. It's pretty much so just Dark Soul. I don't really think the world structure really. It's pretty much it. just Dark Soul, except it's just open world that you can go anywhere. Yeah, I mean they they found a successful formula. Yeah, I don't and know. They're yo. sticking to it. I think like the the fun part of being in the dark soul is that you get all the challenging like enemies and you have like all the good well, boss fight and stuff. I guess I guess it's, you can implement those in a uh, in open world as well, but wouldn't that be just open and feels empty? Because you can't really pluck all the um, enemies or bosses in all around the world, right? In the corners. Yeah, there's there's pros and cons to each one, and uh, I mean, you also saw that you can yeah, I mean, mount in the game, so they definitely took that into consideration. I mean, it's an open Elden world, Ring. right? So even um, with mounts, if it's, if the world feels empty, then it really w- wouldn't matter if you can just travel around on a horseback or not. Well, I mean, usually when people design open world games, they have that in mind. They're they're not gonna like spread enemies super thin. Um, I mean, I would hope if if do it that way, right? If they don't spread the enemy to super sink, then all the enemies will just have the same 
kind of patterns. You, you know what I mean? The, the same patterns. Yeah, but that's also true in Dark Souls. You know, you, you counter the same sort of enemy, you already know what yeah, they're going to do. I suppose, but like, the, like the, but like, Dark Souls, like, all, everything's tied up together re really, really well, right? Everything's connected really tightly. Like, everyone, everything's like closely connected. But like, in an open world, that's really hard to do. Uh, that's why, like, all the open worlds, unless you have some sort of good side missions or you know, stuff like that, like, then it's, it's hard. Because uh, Dark Souls, traditionally, just a linear games, right? You know, it pretty much follows one progression, you know, going down, going deeper, follow the stories, kill, kill, blah, blah, blah. And uh, that's fine. You know, in a linear, in, in a linear world, have a, have that kind of pattern. That's fine. But in an open world, it's, uh, it's really hard to achieve that kind of stuff. Yeah. I mean, we're just going to have to wait and see. Uh, you have to, um, uh, I, I don't know how to trust, um, uh, George M. M. Martin, right? <laughs> George Martin, Game of Thrones. Uh, When's the next Game of Thrones books? When, George? Never. He's never gonna release it. It's been like eight years. I don't know what he's doing, but... Yeah, yeah, give him time. Enough time. It's been like eight or ten years. Like, come on, you, how many years do you, do you need more? You know, I don't care how long it takes. Just don't give me anything that resembles that last <laughs> yes, season of Game so. of Thrones. Okay, like the book... You know, you do realize that Game of Thrones books are already super different with the TV show, right? You know, like season four, like season two and three already, like you know, split up a lot. You know that, right? Have you read the Game of Thrones books at all? Yeah, no, I definitely, I know it's split uh, somewhere because they um, they were taking the show further than not where the not books just had ended. that, but like all the story so they... and stuff are kind of different already in uh, in the book compared to the TV show. Yeah, they, they do that a lot for TV adaptations to kind of keep it fresh for people who read the books. I mean, uh, so, so it's not like yeah. exactly the same. You're not just sitting there bored mm, like, oh, something you know, it's going to happen all the guess. time. Uh, yeah. Guess uh, that's that. You know, let's just hope that Elden Rings can uh, be good. And uh, hopefully I'll finish all the uh, Dark Souls and Sekiro games before death, which I probably won't. Just have no time. It's all right. You, know, you, can, you can watch videos. Like, of like I playing. said, if I watch people played it, I played it myself, basically, right? <laughs> what are you talking uh, about? about that, that. Like you go through, like you saw all the gameplays, you saw all the stories. What else do you need to go through? It's pretty much the same as you played it already. You already know everything about the games. Uh, I don't know if if you see someone enjoying, I don't know, some vacation. Does that equal that you also yeah, experience that you vacation? Know, Okay, maybe maybe not everything you know, I don't, about that place, right? I don't but that. the games are different. Like a vacation, they can you can only go through so many plays or like video so many plays, right? But for a game, you can actually full clear the game, hundred percent of games. And for that reason, that's why I said if you are watch some somebody hundred percent the game, you pretty much play the game yourself because you saw everybody saw and know everything about the games. It's no point or purpose for you to buy the games now. That's uh, at least that's not that's my philosophy. I I don't agree. Well, I do not okay. agree. Okay, well, what it's the point of going through this, going to play the game and you experience the same story that you already know, you know, and collect the stuff that you already know where they are, and you know have know the endings and everything, you know, all the boss, all the all the minions, all the weapons. I just, I just don't think it's an authentic experience for you to watch someone else play it and then have that count as you playing it. Uh, if you remember all this stuff, I would just suggest you just wait like a year or two until you forgot most of it, and then you can play through it by yourself. But like, would you still want to play the game at that point? Being like a, a year or two late? It's like not fresh, not a new thing, not a new trend. So do you really will want to want to play the game? Yeah, I mean, I find plenty well, of games like the games thousand games in the Steam library that you never touch. Oh, yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll yeah, touch yeah, some touch, eventually. You know, when I get the time. Where you only have play like 50 of them, I guess. So you're like, no, uh, you'll never work through, work through your backlog. whole entire you Steam wait. libraries. No, just you wait. You know, I, I still I remember like a like years ago where you, you reached like 500 games on your Steam library. Now it's a thousand. How time has passed. How time has passed.
That was okay, like okay. Three well, years three ago. years ago, so in three years, we pretty much bought like five hundred more games. Like you're never gonna touch them. What's the point of having them in your libraries at all? No, okay. I, I'll, even I'll okay, touch them. given right. your entire life, I don't think you will finish a thousand games if you play every day. I didn't say I would finish. Oh. I just said. Oh, I would so touch you're just them. gonna install and play for like five minutes and you say, ah, I touched the game. I played it. Now move on to the next game. Yeah. Well, I mean. I, I can choose what I want to do with them. If, if I think, you know, it's worth playing through to the end, then I'll do so. Alex, if, unbelievable, Alex. Unbelievable. And what is the point of like, having to like, pay for them at all? You do realize you pay money for those games, right? Even though if you got it from like a humble bundles or stuff, stuff like that, you still pay money for them. They still have some value to it. I mean, I think it's a pretty good deal, Is right? it really like, a deal? I, I You're never going to play through it. 12 bucks for 12 games. That's like, what, $1 a game? Yeah, but that's less than I spend on yeah, I but know, food. You still pay for them. <laughs> is it really a deal that you pay for something that you never touch? I think that's just a waste of money. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, because so... I own it. Well, even if I don't touch it, I could, and uh, you know, there's there's such thing as like uh, passing them on in in your will now. Oh, you're gonna like pass your games to your grandson, where your grandson will never touch them. Oh yeah. I, I Unbelievable! Will. You realize that Steam, like by the time that you pass it's a, it's the, your stuff to your grandson, Steam will probably be gone. Okay, there's probably a new platform. No, well, no, no. Maybe in the future, that, people are doing like that's Metaverse, it's, Facebook. You it's know? like the dominant platform right now. Yeah, it's the only thing right now on PC. But who knows? In ten or twenty years, there there, there might be a new platform. Maybe people will stop using PC. People, people start using like VR glasses. Well, you know, like once that. once uh once a program takes dominance, it's really hard to unseat it. I mean, how many people do you think would be willing to change platforms if they already I so invested into this? A newer technology proven to be more successful come out. For example, if okay, okay, I mean, let's say you, let's say you have a hundred games on Steam. What would make you just be like, okay, I want to throw all these away and I'm just gonna move if fresh the to a new comes platform? Out, I'll do that. What so as that? I say, if SAO comes out, I'll do that. I'll move to play Sora online. Fuck the I, PC. I don't, I don't think so. Yeah, I'm. I'm I, pretty I sure it. everyone will do that. You you would still keep your account open. Yeah, I mean, you would yeah, still keep you probably your have open. your account open. But if you spend most of your time playing and VR you, games and stuff and you're like not that, deleting the account. You know, what's like this? That's pretty much have your account open and close, like close. Okay, it doesn't matter. No, I think you get bored. Uh, of, you'll never of get Sora bored of Sora online. online. No, like, like there's after Sora online, there's like Gungale online. Okay, after Gungale online, there's like the elf thing, you know, and and after that, you have like I don't know what's the what, what's after Gungale online with the elf and stuff. There's uh Asel World. Okay, you'll be uh, playing a uh, real life Asel. You know Asel World, right? The one with the uh, future of like like that happened in the future in the same universe, but in the future of Sora online. Like same anime, same authors. Yeah, you know, that thing will happen. At that point, you know, everyone be uh, using some sort of crazy, I don't know, like VR technology that's embedded no, to, to your head. But okay, but the the main part of the game is just still the same. It's it's just a reskinned game each yeah, time. Yeah, but at that point, I think anyone just be moving on to, you know, whatever VR, AR, or futuristic technology they have for the games in fact i think at that time people will probably just be um using some sort of new technology platform also i mean what makes you think that vr is not compatible with steam whatsoever like they're just mutually opposed sure. to one another just look at sora online <laughs> but there's so many vr games on steam so yeah but like those are fake vrs i'm talking about real vr like store well, online. What makes you think that's not going to be on Steam either? Because you'd be wearing some sort of headset, you know, that teleports your brainwaves to like to the store online game or whatever, you know, stuff like that. Dystopian stuff, but you know, it's definitely going to happen. I can see it in uh, in uh, in uh, in in a hundred years. Okay, in hundred years. I can't see it. Uh, it's currently not legal, and I don't see any changes that could make it become legal. Well, I, I believe it. I you know in hundred years, you know, stuff change. It's like uh, 
people in 1950s didn't know phones gonna be like carryable, small enough for for people to carry around. But now you see, phones are small enough to be yeah, carried. Yeah, but around. making phones small doesn't break any laws or isn't against any moral codes. But sticking wires into your head is is kind of uh, not socially accepted. Yeah, but like you know. Uh... Maybe in the future, you don't really have to stick a wire into your head. There might be some sort of a contact style glasses or headset that you wear that pretty much detect your brain waves, you know? And uh, um, I, I'm not so sure about that. I think this is just like one of those wild theories that people have about the future. Like uh, when people thought, oh, we'd all be living in like floating houses and flying cars. Flying cars. Um, and jetpacks and all that stuff. Got, uh... And right now it's very niche and pretty much unaffordable and very impractical. Yeah, I mean, there's always an innovator that creates something special. And eventually that thing will create into a new technology advancement. And uh, with that advancement, you know, mm, everything I, is possible. I don't, I don't foresee flying cars being... Amazing. That's because we haven't found a way to truly achieve, you know, a uh, environmental friendly way of. Uh, I mean, there there are ways, but none of them are appealing. Yeah, I mean, we're still on the development stage. In fifty years, you know, somebody's gonna come out with uh, ingenious designs of some sort, and. From that point on, I, I don't like think unless we do, unless we have some new method of propulsion, like energy waves or something, I I just don't see that becoming a reality. Because well, right now the flying cars are just basically very large drones, and it's very loud and uh, not practical. Just looks bad. Not practical. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's massive, and, it can't and really all you can fit is like one long, person in there. Right? Stuff like yeah, that. it can't fly for that long. And it really it's, can't carry that much either. But you know. Technology, humans, we evolve, and society evolve, and uh, and hopefully uh, those things will come to a, you know, to a fruition in the future. At least I want yeah, my the, child I mean, to have uh, that kind of technology that they can enjoy. The advancements have to be within reason. Like you can't just think of something and say, "Oh, it has to happen," because technology always progresses. Well, it kind of felt like we have. Uh, plateauing developments in the past 10 or 20 years but uh you just have to believe in human genius you know stuff like that you know eventually technology will improve right now we are we are at that stagger point where everything kind of plateaued and not really getting better but maybe uh eventually aliens will invade and we are discovering something better <laughs> maybe well, I think um, that's uh, that's uh, everything for this week. We are about time to wrap up. Do you have uh, anything you want to say? Yeah, Alex? I got some good topics for next week. Wow. <laughs> All right. Well, that's every. That's pretty much everything, fellows. I'll see you guys next week. Bye bye.